Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to you, Ham. Ahoy, Ando. And ahoy to you, Jacko. Ahoy, boys. Hello, J-Po. I just want to quickly get something off the bat because... Do it. Don't carry it the whole show. The last thing we you. want. I just want to thank you for getting me a sandwich this morning Absolutely. before arriving here. But a little bit of confusion. Mm-hmm. What kind of sandwich did you order? Well, okay. Let's get this all out in the open here. Let's clear the air. Let's try another, another initial volley on a beer boy, Jack. It's becoming a pattern, I fear, this year. I, I, we are broadcasting, the studios are above a food court. Mm. Now, there are several options, but not all due to COVID. Some businesses weathering the storm yep. and others are fully open. Yep. You requested actually a hot chocolate and a toasted cheese sandwich. Yes. I decided, I made the call. Mm. There was sort of a salady sandwich bar type place yep. that also serves coffee. Why wouldn't you? It's extra revenue. <laughs> you do what you can. There's also a Max Brenner's. Yes who goes the other way, confusingly, yeah. only sells chocolate-based things and, yeah. you know, could easily have a Jaffel machine which chooses not to be. <laughs> so I went, well, I'll get Andy a Max Brenner's hot chocolate. Very Must good. be nice. Yeah. He's no common man. He will. I don't, the last thing I want is a hot chocolate thrown in my face from a not-specialty store. I get him a Max Brenner's hot chocolate. Yeah. Not cheap. No. I do that and I think, okay, who's who? Who amongst you is brave enough to make the man a sandwich? <laughs> who shall make the king a sandwich and face his wrath? I went over to the salad bar place, said, "Can you just do a toasted cheese sandwich?" I said, "We have this selection of sandwiches here. Yeah. Now they're pre-made sandwiches. Ah. So there was a the closest was a cheese avocado and tomato. And I said, "All right, give us one of those. Please take out the tomato. Nice man, excellent friend. So there was Hasn't no lost, there was no ham and cheese on offer. There's no ham and cheese. There was a bacon and egg roll, but you had asked for a toasted cheese sandwich. No, you did the right." Thing. And then I said, cook it. Please to- can you please toast it? She said, yes. Would you like it warm? I said, well, yes. It's very warm. <laughs> Toasted. Toasted. The, whole, the whole, most warm it can be before burning. And they went, sure. Then I got distracted yeah. looking at my phone. Then I felt that the sandwich came out a little quickly. Mm. No, it was good. Was it toasted? It was toasted, but it was just... When you're expecting a toasted... Yes, and there's avocado in it. When you're expecting a toasted I thought I was going to get pinged, pinged here for a rogue tomato in there, which would 100% be the store that wasn't Max Brenner's fault. You, um, you've you done exceptionally well, and that's why I'm glad I didn't carry any tension into this show. And that's, that's why, that's why it's you important. get it out there, isn't it? It's why you go to mediation. It's why you don't immediately just sue your friend for the wrong sandwich. It's why you keep it out of the courts. Guys, just... Turn to your friend and ask the question. It's, yeah, you, often there's a whole other story yeah. there that probably didn't need to be told to really not uh, hundreds of thousands of people who are waiting for the show to begin, but it's great to get it out. Uh, ahoy also to Lauren, who is standing by waiting ahoy, from Las Vegas to tell us what she's up to. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy. I'm Lauren, and it's currently 117 degrees here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Or, for you Aussies, 47 Celsius. Mm. I thought it'd be a good idea to kayak, and now that I'm home, I can see that my entire back and whole body is burnt. Woo! I just thought I should spread my joy with you guys, you know? Anyway, happy birthday, Andy. Congrats, Ham, for the superior you-know-what. And I Jack, <laughs> good on you for finally getting your house done. I'm proud. So you guys, and hopefully you'll get this recording before the year 2041. A girl Jeff. can dream, right? 
Gucci oh, she Lauren. Probably, she probably sent that the day you finished your house, which is now some three years ago, I think, Jack. <laughs> well, I mean, more recently, and I think people, listeners know where you live, Jack, because more recently mm. people have been sending in on the emails. I used to worry about this. Jack might see it, never looks at an email these days. We're so completely we're, we're, safe. We're completely safe, but... Some nice landscaping out the front, mate, and nice oh, paint people job. are sending photos also, of my house. Also, Jack, there were two expensive indoor chairs that you left outside on the porch. No, oh, they they look more expensive than they are. Be <laughs> very, very nice. nice. <laughs> An inside chair outside. <laughs> exactly. Wow. wow. Oh, so I'm surprised they <laughs> got a shot past the dolphin enclosure or whatever else you've got in your front yard. No, those 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 inside chairs are more expensive than they look. Hang on, that's are more saying. expensive than they look. No, they. Oh, sorry. That's what no, we're <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Extremely nice. No, I'll take that. Out of expensive looking chairs <laughs> that are actually more expensive than they look. Gee, nice Tesla. Well, it's actually gold plated <laughs> under the paint, so it doesn't look expensive, but it's very expensive. I mean, the other way around. Play on. This. <laughs> what have you learnt, Jake? This Never make a mistake. Feeds Ever. into exactly what Ever. I wanted to start the show with today because yeah. it came in from L. Alert listener L, com. She hit the contact form. We salute you. She said, Ahoy, gents. In case you are not already aware, Good. I wanted to make sure you knew there's a piece of classical music called Fanfare for the Common Man oh. <laughs> by Aaron Copland. Or as. Because <laughs> he was a common man. Yes, yeah, she thought it might be worth as a play, play on the pod. Now, obviously... The three of us, particularly after what we've just heard from yeah, Jack, this is not a fanfare for any of us. I mean, soon we're going we're gonna to we're gonna have to print a waistcoat that says lost touch with those that have lost touch. <laughs> <laughs> further, the pack splits up further, like a marathon. <laughs> Jack's way in front now. I mean, I'm in lost touch today. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer, we differ between our common man t-shirts and our lost touch with the common man t-shirts. Yep, but after my Max Brenner co- hot chocolate. You couldn't, I, you I, couldn't I, I have demanded this you one. change. And also, should, I've... I've I mean, I have, a, I have lost touch this week. I've got a slight backstory for mine. Should we hear for everybody out there, and most of yes. which are common men. And, Fanfare for the common men. And look, you, we all, we, we're all in touch with the common men occasionally. Unfortunately, it ebbs, slip and, up, it ebbs and flows. It does ebb and flow. You're always, you're always striving to be yeah. in touch. It's like, you know, spiritual enlightenment. Yep. You're striving for it. You can't always have it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you then... You know, just go and have a party. You can forget about being enlightened. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Haim, I've got it for you here. This is Fanfare for the Common Man, as played by the Cincinnati oh, Symphony Orchestra. Hang on a sec. Just before we hear this, mm. I think a few things need to happen immediately upon hearing this. A, we need to deem if it is indeed appropriate for the Common Man, because already a symphony orchestra, mm-hmm. alarm bells ring, yep. that this might not be as Common Man as Aaron had hoped for. Yep. Um, and... If it doesn't cut muster, mm. perhaps the door is open for someone else to write their oh, own right. fanfare for the common man. But I wish you I, good luck. I've heard it. I think I don't want to lead the witnesses. You guys decide, but I think it's stacked up. Have a listen. Pretty common. Oh, that's what it is. It's the Whitewater Sports Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the footy? Was it the footy? It's. What a great song. And Jack, if you fade that down. It is the Wide World of Sports theme song, isn't it? Or is it this Channel 7 footy? Channel 7, you're right. I thought Wide World of Sports as well, and I was like, no, that's... No, it's because it's the start of the footy. Yes. Back from the 90s. You're right. Would you like me? I've plucked that out as well. 
It's because then it goes the Channel Seven version. This is the old. Like I know we have a lot of international listeners, and we do reference the AFL a lot, so I do apologise for that. But Channel Seven here in Australia used it for all sports. That's true. It was for all, there was their Not sports footy, and, and, and also you have sports in America and Finland, and wherever you're listening to this, and you have feet, and you have balls. So you're aware of the passion that can go with using feet and balls together in teams. But during the 80s and 90s. And they had the 80s and 90s. And they used the smallest stab until 2011. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the Channel so 7 yeah, version. For, for, for Aussie kids, it gives you tingles. Really got the reverb. Today, the cats take on a resurgent horse. <laughs> Johnny Platten is back from injury. <laughs> it's sports, so, doesn't it? I dare so say. So common man. The, like, this bit's not in the Cincinnati version. <laughs> it's like the guitar, the guitar and the drum. No, if we'd continued to listen that. to the symphony orchestra, we would have seen a guy just scroll out, plug in his amp and just start rocking with a bit of pedal, kick on the distortion, turn it to 11. No, this is actually another song. This and they've was, mixed it. There, there was another song that, that, that was released that, that did use the, uh, the, the, symphony, oh. the sorry the original fanfare of the Common Man, and then Channel Seven used <laughs> DNA. But to me, what a fanfare for a Common Man! I mean, to me, it's perfect. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Mm. We do often mention mm. um, if and when the Cool, cool Boys and the Front Man will ever play again, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we always have an instrumental secret song. <laughs> It's got trumpet. It's got trumpet. It's got something for you, Jack. <laughs> it's got a lot of guitar and it's got a it's hell good. of a drum line. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Yeah. One day. One day. Hey, and they still come in thick and fast, so let's get into this. Power moves. Can I kick us off? Yeah. With one from Jordan Macon. It's definitely an arsehole power move. Great. He said it's suitable for specific situations. I think it's very specific, and I'm not sure if anyone's ever done this, including they, him. <laughs> we we kind of love these ones. I mean, they do come in from time to time, mm. don't they, these power moves, where they go, you know, just do the, you know, like if you see a cop and they're about to tase you, you know, quickly grab their gun. That's a better weapon than a taser. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, no one's doing that. That's not the power <laughs> you've not recommended, and I just don't think that's happened outside of John Wick. <laughs> I'm suspicious of this one. I think it's in the same realm. When walking past an op shop with a friend offer to carry their bag, when passing the donation bin, toss their bag in. <laughs> It's actually a cracker. It forces the friend to leave their bag, resulting in loss of all content, or attempt to retrieve it, which gives the impression they're trying to loot from the donation bin. (laughs) Oh, I really like it. I think I think a jacket would be the perfect thing. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously, like if you throw someone's backpack in there, it's got their keys and their wallet and stuff. Like you got to get that out. A jacket, you're Mm. forcing them to go. Well, maybe it was time. Maybe it was time for that jacket. (laughs) I really like it. Um, Ando, Mm -hmm. again, this is this is an interesting power move because if you think about it, you've gone to more effort than is required. Yeah, but it's still 
It still lands a blow on the target. Yeah. Comes in from Jade. Mm-hmm. Um, when emailing somebody in a professional or semi-professional context, okay. so yeah. I guess some <laughs> level of work, but you, yeah. I mean, you don't respect them. I can't really think of it as semi-professional email. I've yeah. said. I mean, actually, probably all my professional emails are semi-professional. Yeah. I've probably just never sent a professional email. <laughs> anyway, type their name in, but use the strikeout font. Um, and then underneath write to whom it may concern in normal writing. <laughs> it will make the person you're referring to feel like they're too unimportant for you to know their name. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. Like but it, it does, it does, it does go to thing going, well, you've got, I'd read that and go, you've gone to effort. Yeah. Like you have gone, gone to effort to write my name and then deliberately struck it out. It also gives the air of that, that you know that person's not going to be there much longer or something like that. Like, yep. uh, I yeah. don't buy that at all. Pass this on. Um, uh, this is from uh, Sam Conrickham. Lovely. Probably an arsehole, Power Move said. Yeah. Uh, he goes, only works when your mate is sending a really long message to a friend or girlfriend. Look over their shoulder, and when they're halfway through the message, just quickly click send. <laughs> <laughs> the reaction is priceless, he said. Good one. Good one. Because there is always that great moment too when you accidentally do send a message halfway through. Mm. Do you either just go dot, dot, dot and then That's finish good. the message? Oh, gosh, I'm right? going to use that now. But but you also you also worry because if you see the three dots come up yeah. on your half-sent message, you, sometimes you need to send a, hang on, yeah. there's more. <laughs> like, like, I haven't finished just telling you what's, what's, what's happening. So it You're is oh, it's a great, water. It's a great panic inducer. Mm. Hey, here is one that comes in from Sam, and it's only for use in chess tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> so it's niche, it's niche, yeah. but with the Queen's Gambit booming, I know Jack, you're at, you know you're at like at level forty five now on online chess. You still chess every wants, day. If anyone wants to play me on chess.com, my username is Greg Internet. Why Greg Internet? <laughs> the the inventor of the internet. <laughs> what a power move. It was just, I, I picked it at random uh, right. years ago for my Reddit. And I've, so if anyone wants to contact me on Reddit, also Greg Internet. <laughs> <laughs> if you this want to so play confusing. me in chess, Greg Internet. Okay. Perhaps you'd like to read one of um, Jack's chess threads. <laughs> and then if you, like, if you like what you read, maybe you play the legend himself, old G Internet. <laughs> So in chess tournaments, Jack, you probably wouldn't know this because this is more about face-to-face, like analog human chess, human to human. Never played, probably never will. Um, But (laughs) after after the tournament, you have to write down every move you've played throughout the game. Mm -hmm. Again, Queen's Gambit fans would know this. You remember them all (laughs) writing down the move. This is where we just have to take Sam's word for it because now it gets technical and I don't know if he's telling the truth. But you can also, um, there's an Easter egg apparently when you're writing down your moves in chess and you can write in the chess notation world, you can write a question mark to notate a move as a mistake. Even more forceful than that, a question mark and uh, exclamation mark means your opponent played a weak move. Oh. Right, so yeah, because so naturally, putting a question mark and an and an exclamation mark next to all of your opponent's moves creates a devastating power move. <laughs> devastating, devastating. So you just every second move, i.e., all your opponent's moves, are just listed as critically weak moves. 
devastating. Like and it. we and we thought I honestly thought after Queen's I was a huge run up and I honestly thought after Queen's Gambit they've wrung everything out of chess now. There, no. there won't be a Queen's Gambit too. We've sort of we've seen all the drama you can see in chess. No. And here out. we go. The door's yeah. wide open yeah. for a Queen's Gambit too. <laughs> the with this sort of stuff out there. Having heard this and now busily writing <laughs> <laughs> Queen's Gambit two exclamation mark question mark. Uh, from Flynn Parker. Ahoy to you, Flynn. If your partner, friend, or any work colleague asks you for a tissue, instead of handing it to them, walk up to them, hold it firmly against their nose and say blow. Paying this showdown uh, was set last week. It's so exciting. Tom joins us back on the line. Ahoy to you, Tom. Ahoy. And Mike is here as well, who's our resident gamer. Ahoy to you, Mike. G'day, everyone, including you, Tom. Mike. Hey, do you want to set the scene from what happened last week? In a nutshell, Tom was nominated by a friend of his that he had a special skill that he could hear some music from Mario Kart and immediately name the track. Hmm. Um, Mike threw quite a lot of shade on this. In fact, so much shade, we had to get pen lights out to leave the studio and <laughs> see what was going on in here, claiming that all, all that Tom had done was, was memorise 32 songs in, you know, a decade, and he yeah. didn't think that was impressive. It then escalated into a who-knows-more-about-Mario-brothers mm. um, sort of face-off. We know that Mike he is a huge aficionado when it comes to both Pokemon and the Nintendo Mario world. It was decided that if Tom could beat Mike in a general knowledge quiz about the Mario Brothers universe, he would earn himself a coin. Have I got that correct, Mike and Tom? That's correct. Yep. Okay. Guys, get out of the I thought we were, we were doing it to test if he could do the skill, but... I'm happy for the coin to be the, the no, result. No, it was a quiz. It was a Mario it, quiz. It, it, yeah, but he's a coin's on offer for him. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's all right, Mike. Yeah, you're, try, I, yeah, I you're, do, you're, I, you're trying to defend a coin. You're defending the okay. vault. Yeah. Now, um, Haim, you've got the quiz. I've got the quiz. I've, I thought I had a contact with Nintendo. Mm. I can't find their details. I was going to get <laughs> them to do the questions. So instead, I have gone deep. Deep into the world of Mario. I think I've got some unanswerable questions here. I'll be impressed if you guys can get these. <laughs> so should we do it like a penalty shootout in soccer? You know, the Euro's just been on. Um, oh, one for one. So we go one for one and five each. But if it gets to a point where the other one can't win, um, yeah, sure. they win. Great. So, does that work? Yeah, that works pretty well. Um, okay. Should we? Uh, quick question, Mike. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, if we can, off the, off the top, give a tip of the hat to Tom. Yep who rattled you during the week, got one of his friends to rattle you, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Tom got one of his friends to <laughs> <laughs> to o- offer me, I, to offer to donate money to me um, yep. and then rattled me by saying that you that I suck at Mario and I'm going to lose the quiz. <laughs> How, so did you get sucked in? So you did what, what Patreon or something for I, your podcast? And Licking I, your lips for your Patreon. I, I, I sent him a PayPal link and he said he would donate me $100. Mm, you were thrilled. And then, and then he threw it. But, but afterwards, this is not a joke, the rattle diminished when he told me that he actually said Tom is very very unconfident about today Ooh. and he still donated ten dollars to me <laughs> <laughs> so you sent me ten dollars well, that's nice of a him, rattle but more of a massage yeah. you, i i know what he's feeling and you've got to fight through that 
is you can feel like an absolute a-hole when you do the rattling. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's need, true. You do need to <laughs> s- yeah. it's, what, it's actually one of your one of, one of your um, most yeah. uh, admirable times, I think, mm. Ando, is just the persistence to unblinkingly <laughs> sit through the letdown at the end of the rattle, knowing that it's serving a greater good. <laughs> yes. uh, Tom, um, I think you definitely rattled Mike. Don't. He's just trying to get a small one back. Were you happy with the rattling? Well, my mate didn't tell me that he ended up donating. My mate just said he rattled Mike, so I was pretty happy with that. Uh, yeah. he, he also apologised. It happens. <laughs> you can't take, you can't you can't take can't. Mike's word for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's jump into this now. Tom and Mike They've picked a game that they agree they both like But who is stronger in this epic fight? Of who knows Mario, is it Tom or Mike? Tom, Tom or Mike? Let's go! Okay. Hamish, fire away with question one. Who are you going to give the serve to, Ham? Mike. Mike, what is Yoshi's real name? Oh, I Full just, name, please, Mike. I just did a quiz online and this is one of the answers. Three, two, one. T. Yoshisaurus Rex? No, it is T. Yoshisaurus. Can I get the steal? Oh, of oh. course, sorry. Yes, I haven't actually said anything Mike didn't say there, but you can have the steal, Tom. T. Yoshisaurus Munchasaurus. Oh, so Munchakoopa. Cool. So- Munchakoopa. Yeah, he's got it. Munchakoopas. Oh, <laughs> I will give that. T. Yoshi yeah. saw Munchakoopas. Okay. One nil up to Tom. Okay. Tom and Mike. Which we've realised is it. not a penalty shoot. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, I, can I kick it? The goalie's asked if he could kick it in. <laughs> kick it in. <laughs> his own goal. <laughs> his own goal. And he's decided and not he's to save it. his own kick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he saved himself. Interesting. Let's, let's, uh, let's keep with... Do you like you're, this you're format? the seal or no? You're, you're, you, you decide. Well, you, I mean, you, I just had it as a straight-up quiz, so. Okay. Jack, let it, yeah, steals remain. Steals remain. Steals remain. Okay, remain. So, Tom is so, one now, up. so now the serve goes to Tom, yep. but the steal's there for Mike. Yep. And Mike, if you know it, don't make any noises, because I know you'll know some of these. So no, just, I won't. Okay. I won't. But you can yell out, ooh, I know this. That's the only thing I'll permit, because <laughs> I think that's fun for the sport. Okay. <laughs> Tom, what was the censorship that happened for Bowser and Peach for their victory celebration from the Japanese version of Mario Kart before it went to the US? The so censorship? They did, so they did something when they when they won the race. They were celebrating and they had a, they had a celebration like animation in the game. And it got censored. It, was censored. it okay. got censored. It got changed. Mm. Mike, um. you making some noises? <laughs> I got no clue, so I'm just going to go with the, some type of dance. Okay, yeah, not Mike. enough info, unfortunately, Mike. Was it a peace sign? It was not a peace sign. Oh. They were drinking champagne, oh. and that got changed for the US market. They didn't. Mike, they don't didn't go. Of course, like you knew that was. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> if it wasn't peace, it was that. <laughs> um, back to okay, Mike. Okay, back to Mike. Mike, when Mario arrived on the scene, what was his job? Uh, his original job was a carpenter, I believe. He's got it. He's got oh, it. Okay, <laughs> one all. Yeah, okay, Tommy. Super Mario Kart originally started out as a sequel to which game? Mario Kart. Mm. Donkey Donkey Kong Kart. 
<laughs> Mike, you're laughing. Well, yeah. that's not a game, so it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yes, you have earned the right to snigger. But would you like to have a crack at the question? Uh, I'd guess something like Nintendo Racing. No, it was a game called F Zero. Oh. No. oh, okay, interesting. I remember F Zero. I do know F Zero. Yeah, yeah, but it, but the, they could, there wasn't enough memory uh, to make the tracks long enough, so they had to shorten the tracks, and then they went, well, if we're doing short tracks, let's have a slower car. So they made it cut. Interesting. Okay. Does Mario? Oh, so who's this? Who's this? This going is back this to? to Mike. 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 Does Mario have a last name? And if so, what is it? In the live-action film, Super Mario Bros., Mario's surname was Mario, so it was Mario Mario, and that is what I would answer for that. And are you? And are you answering it? I'm going to lock that in. Mario Mario. You're correct. In the movies, he does have the name, although the creator, Shigeru Shigeru Miyamoto, Miyamoto, Mm. claims that officially Mario has no last name. Oh, so if how you... are we feeling about that, Jack? <laughs> it's a bit of a dog question. <laughs> it's a dog. Oh, well, you tell me to go as hard as I could. Are Mike. we giving Mike the well, Mike? Point would then? you go against Shigeru Miyamoto? Um. Well, I think the question was was vague. Does he have a surname in the live action movie? He does. In the in according to the creator, he doesn't. You didn't do that second bit. <laughs> the... <laughs> yes, he's doing think... the second bit now. What are you saying, Ando? Give Mike another question. He can't have that one. Mm. Still, still with Mike. <laughs> Mike. Yes. The Nintendo Corporation owns the rights and intellectual property to two porn movies that are a spoof, pardon the pun, of the Mario world <laughs> starring Ron Jeremy. They bought him in the 90s to ensure that the titles were not distributed. They squashed it. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name of those porn movies? <laughs> Spoofer Mario Balls or something? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Your mum will not no, be pleased. That's a trick Tom? question. Tom, would, no. you, do you, Tom, would you like to steal? I do know this. It's Super not a trick question. Hornier Brothers. Yes, Super Horneo Brothers 1 and Super Horneo Brothers 2. Well done, the two porn movies. Well done, you, Tommy. You're perfect. Not, not, not Great spoof, stuff. spoof on my ballsio brothers. Or... <laughs> okay, back to Tom now. He's got oh. a 2-1 lead. Um, Tom, Super Mario Kart was the game that in which character appeared for the last time. So it was the last time this character ever appeared. In, in Super Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Super Mario Kart. Was that for Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, Wart. It's an old character. No, Mike. The, look, the only character I could think, well, well, I don't know, but is it? It could it be Donkey Kong Junior? Oh, he's got it. He's well, got then, it. Well, well, then that's, <laughs> that's not correct, though. Well, it is not, actually. Because yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong Jr. has been in several mm, games, including yeah, Mario was... Tennis 64. Yes, but so, he was in that before he no, appeared. In no, that was yeah, definitely was... after. So. Okay, no, okay, actually, okay. He was. <laughs> definitely after Super Mario Kart. Well done. <laughs> so I almost wrong. didn't say Donkey Kong Jr. because I knew so, it was wrong, but I thought you would have gotten it wrong. No, Donkey Kong Sr. was not in 
in that game. Okay, he was. Pause, everyone in the back. Pause. Tom, you know very well that this is BS. There's, there's no point. DS, you no mean Nintendo DS. <laughs> Wrong, false. It's actually pronounced DS. <laughs> okay. Go and it play is a Mario tie. Tennis. It Go is a and tie. play Goldeneye and I will beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat you in Mario I'll Tennis as Donkey Kong Jr. I'll beat you with the tennis ball. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Everybody. How did we trust any of these questions? You didn't even know the porn (laughs) You need to quiz master. Some more professionalism. Some more professionalism. (laughs) Contestant. As a producer, I'd be normally stepping in and we'd go to an ad breaker, hey, you can't talk to the the, Larry Emder like that. I understand. (laughs) You're you're Larry Larry Emder. Sorry. (laughs) Mike, you cannot talk to Larry like that. He's had a long day. He has to do 10 of these. He's doing five of these. (laughs) In one city. Might look fun, but it's back to back to the living hell for him. So he's got a tiny green room yeah, akin exactly. to a mid-price yeah. caravan. And he's he doing the morning there. show on top of this. It's, he it's stares at the wall. Week. A handsome man in stage makeup with a single tear rolling down his face, so, gives it a pat, has so, some clear eyes, two Red Bulls, he's back on. Exactly. So, Mark, okay, you, so lay off talk, him. you can't talk to Larry like yeah. <laughs> Okay. Scores are level. <laughs> right. So this the is Tom to for the Mike. win. This is, I'm, think, I'm, I'm running out of questions. So this is I think it's win. back to Mike, isn't it? Did we just um, give that last one a Why don't we just make it a buzz in for the for the win? Okay. Ooh, come on. Okay, buzz in for the win. Actually, let's give <laughs> Tom enough. the benefit of the doubt. We have had enough of this. Tom, <laughs> it's... The benefit of what doubt? <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> okay. All right, buzz in with your name. The benefit of Andy's boredom. <laughs> buzz in. Do you want to buzz in? Buzz in with your name. This is, again, if this was Price's Right, the producer goes, you know, we've had enough of this. Let's just go to the showcase. <laughs> but we're only 14 minutes into the episode. Yeah, yeah. I've had enough of this episode. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I, this is a, um, this is, there's two answers required here. Mm-hmm. So you're going to buzz in and give us both correct. Okay. Before becoming playable characters, King Bobom and Wiggler appeared as boss fights in which game? Mike. 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 Super Mario 64 on the Nintendo That is incorrect. <laughs> incorrect, which gives Tom the chance here. What game did King bob and Wiggler appear in as boss fights? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, I know. I know. Maybe I'll get it. I know. I'm going to go with Super Mario Odyssey. Back to Mike. Super Mario Galaxies 1 and 2. False and false. Oh, oh. Mia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's getting place. anything. That's it. You can't say you like Mario, Tom. You're no good either. And this is it. Let Larry go. Hey, if, if I may protest, you did give a point to Mike for telling you, like, he said he got the answer wrong. Hey, so Tom. in the end, I should win 2-1. Hey, Tom, you can't I'm protest. leading 2-1. Tom, yeah, Tom, you're not protesting. And... <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? All right, Tom final did. question. <laughs> Mario <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> and why? Bad luck, Tom. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. It was Mario Kart DS mission mode, you idiots. Blakey. Hey, Tall Terrier update. Oh, uh, 
Roof repairs are plenty at Andy's house. <laughs> um, Beck, Beck got home the other day from walking the dog. When you say walking, it just doesn't really, it just does what it wants. And Beck ends up picking it up and she had to leave the groceries. Uh, on Where'd the she leave them? She left them at a cafe and said, I've got to come back. I'm sorry. Um, this is, this dog's just not really um, helping me out. She was Give it time, Ando, because I know it's not fully grown yet. Although no. it has, is, and, and the height at the moment is sub mm. record breaking. But well, a lot the, of getting a lot, getting a lot of feedback for it's not tall enough, and then to rub insult and injury for Beck as she was carrying the dog back, a tradesman drove past and went too small from, <laughs> from <laughs> their, <laughs> car. Yeah. their car. I got a, I got a car <laughs> heckle the other day. It's completely unrelated. I just remembered it now. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, permission to yeah, deviate for, for thirty for, seconds. Yeah. I went for a walk, like, so this is during Sydney lockdown mm-hmm. laws, right? I went for a legitimate exercise, a walk, but in, a, in an area where you can be, rid- which attracted some ridicule for exercise, walking along Bondi, right? Yeah. Along the cliff of But it was a cold day. It wasn't one of those, like, yeah, hot there, days you've seen. You know, it was pumping legit- out reps alongside five other you're not, people yeah, you're, the you're same not at, bar. Yep. You're not at the, you're not at the outside gym, walking along just in tracksuit pants and a jacket with our mate Whipper, yep. who was also walking in the same area, completely allowed. You can exercise with one other person. We get to the end of the walk and Whipper goes, I feel like an ice cream, which is not unlike Whipper. <laughs> I said, oh, look, it's not a great image. Like, you know, it is lockdown. But the ice cream shop at the end is open. <laughs> Cafes are open. The ice cream shop's open. Supports small business. So you've got to support, support small business. So I went, look, I feel like an ice cream too. Yep. Where's the law that says just because it's lockdown, you've got to be sad. Ice creams are a nice <laughs> thing to have. Look, you know, we've got masks. We can go in. We do everything right. He's ordering his ice cream. Yeah. I was still a bit like, oh, you know, the, the news crews are loving hanging around Bondi just going, yeah. look at what's going on down here. Now, one man alone on a street eating an ice cream is not a COVID risk. No. It's just not a great look. Yes. You know what I mean? Anyway, so I'm like, I'm going to eat mine fast next to the bin. <laughs> so I'm gobbling away quite fast. <laughs> like, you know, trading drives, kind of like a ute, yeah. couple of guys in it. As it's zooming past, the guy yells, Ice cream's not essential, fatty. <laughs> and when you get when you get heckled as a grown man, and to him it looked like I was by myself too, because and you were going so fast, and, and, and I'm just eating like like it's a, like a medicinal need to woof this ice cream. Right. Uh, got me, got me, and, and I've since done the walk, and I see the ice cream shop, and I've felt like an ice cream again, but I'm scarred. No, I, no, I, no. It just feels like a social no no. <laughs> anyway, so it can be it can, they can get like a fast. A, a ute heckle can get you. Yep. Cut you deep. So yeah, she's got done by dogs <laughs> too, too, too small. small. Dogs too yeah. small from there. Like, both um, size related heckles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so obviously, give it time. She's she's young. And, you know, oh, she'll you know, be. Godzilla she'll be like come out full size. No, exactly. She'll be like one of those. What are they called? Tom Toms in Star Wars? Those big, yeah. huge, yeah, long animals. Yeah, yeah. I hope you know. Uh, um, hey, we started puppy school. You've probably been. You, do you do? Did you do puppy school? We did the puppy school. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, did yours start with like everyone? Puppy alphabet. Everyone's in a in a circle. It's like a bit of like an AA meeting. Yeah. And then they say, "Tell us how your dog's gone this week." Yeah, and, puppy and schools are weird. I mean, any goes, time I've had it goes any slip ups, you know. And so, like, you've kind of got to talk about. Get shamed. Sh- shamed. Like it. It does feel a little bit like a you know like you're a grown man eating an ice cream at Bondi. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jack, did you feel this? I still and can't help but feel a little bit annoyed when the other dogs are better than yes. Henry. <laughs> right. Oh, you'd get, yeah. I think yeah. you would probably care not that much about the dog's behaviour. No. But the competitiveness in yes. you, where you will, you want this dog yeah. to be basically a, a bomb sniffing dog in yeah. terms of obedience. I and bet you did commands before it was that week in puppy school. Oh, absolutely. I've You're been ahead from, of the I've class. Been, I've been going from yeah. day dot. But the when there's other dogs that are better, right? Yeah. And then you'll hear me go, "How old? How old? How old's your dog?" You know. And then they'll go, you know, oh, you know, fourteen weeks. Ah, oh, yeah, right. Henry's 11. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> like I just have to qualify <laughs> the whole time. But oh, man, it's like when you, it's like when a kid, it's like when you've got kids and it's like a third birthday mm. and someone comes to, you know, the kid's third or fourth birthday and goes, oh, you know, you made a card. Like, oh, this is from Rose. This is the card we made. And you're like, Jesus, that's pretty good handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and Rose did any help from, uh, any help from like Charlie, her older brother? No, she just did it all herself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly formed ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, obviously, they they also say just be liberal with treats. You do anything, give her a treat, right? But the the we always have one takeaway from puppy school, and this week was puppies like meal times to be a game. Did they say this to you? Do they? What is it? That, is that some sort of like? Because in the wild, they were wolves. Yeah, and that's scavenging or whatever it might be. So put the food inside a puzzle that they have to work out. I have heard that's of the puzzles. What do you mean a puzzle? <laughs> every, every, every time something like this comes up, I just keep thinking of you, Ham, and if we put lunch into some kind of puzzle. <laughs> Training me. I'd get I it. remember when you cracked the shits when you couldn't open the gyoza pack one day. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it is in a puzzle and it's an accidental puzzle. <laughs> but apparently you're meant to put these things in a puzzle and they I love, don't understand the puzzle Love aspect. working it out. Like they love. So, so you're meant to sit there and go, okay, there's a sausage hanging from the roof, <laughs> but if, if 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 simple Simon met a pieman no, going to not. the fair it's and not. he had, it's like so they they have they and maybe they just do to try and sell us these things, but they have like special. Oh, they sell the dish, puzzles. Yeah, dishes and oh, so here on. We go. Here we go. That like you know you put the food in different compartments and they have to lift up a certain compartment and then swivel it to get to the food, and apparently they love it. What does that mimic from the real world? They've seen you yeah. coming an absolute mile away. Yeah. Exactly. I've How many it. other things do they try and sell you at dog school? Oh, look, to be fair, I don't know whether they're getting kickbacks. So they always go and go to Kmart and get this. It seems like they're trying to sell us stuff, but they're not ever selling stuff at the school. Okay. Because it just seems a bit scammy to me. Yeah, I know. Well, I worry. I, yeah, I was like, I was getting ready for the end where suddenly because, they come out with all these things. But no. Because the whole, the whole trick they've got over you is this is what your dog wants. Yep. And you can never ask what your dog wants. You don't know. You no. don't know what, you, you'll never know. No. Because that's the that's really, if, if they ever invent the helmet where the dog can speak English, <laughs> yeah. it could undo the whole the whole industry. Yeah, they're still working on it. And I've, if they if they had, if I had a helmet on which had my thoughts Going to the whole group. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be <laughs> That would also be a problem. <laughs> so who's the best dog in the class? If Henry's not the best, what's the name of the best dog? Oh, God, mate. Because what, what, what amazes what, me when what, I, because we what, live near a dog park. What you've required me to do is remember the other. The other dogs. Yeah. Because we live near a dog Murray, park. Murray, I think, is the best one. Really? But, she, but she's a, but they're also, it's, it's not the same race. Anyone got my what? dog name yet? Anyone got Dog Stevens? No. <laughs> no. 
it's not the same when the day race, comes they bring, in, they bring in like a Kelpie or like a very yeah. oh, smart the, the, the obedient breed. Obedient yeah. breed. Like a poodle's never beaten a Kelpie. No, exactly. And so they've that then and you know, Murray's cat you know, is a Kelpie. Sausage, do- sausage dogs are meant to be very smart. Is that true? I heard that the other day that sausage dogs, they someone said a sausage dog could be a, an effective bomb sniffing dog. Really? Like they could use them, but they're but no one would take them seriously. If, yeah, they look silly, and <laughs> but but if it wasn't for their legs, like they're just not fast enough and agile enough. But their to get nose, away from the bomb if it goes their, off. Yeah, like they're they're like their really? their detection ability is as good as any other dog. Well, I think they're but beagles, they're, like bomb like, dogs, beagles. Yeah, fruit dogs and and, and yeah. that stuff. Usually, sausage like bloodhounds. Sausage dogs also have bad backs. Eventually, of course they do. Of course they do. They were bred for our amusement. <laughs> At, at, at giant cost to their spines. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, were, they didn't develop in the wild. No, no, no. We, there's, we, there's we bred no, long dogs. No wild Chilean sausage dogs <laughs> or chur- chorizo dogs. <laughs> hey, guys. Mike here from the Hamish and Andy team. It is the end of another main Hamish and Andy podcast, but... There is plenty more Hamish and Andy content for you to listen to. Just type in Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. We are nearly at the end of season two now, but season one is all there to binge if you haven't listened to it already. And this week on the Remembering Project, while we like to celebrate Andy's birthday every day, on the actual day, there was a special Andy Fest organised, but it required the boys to get there first. 2017. Your birthday week had been leading up to it and I'd done some amazing stuff. I'd done a pole dance for you dressed as Khaleesi <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Yeah. We'd really gone yeah. all out. Gone all out. And then at the, the we had Andy Fest. Remember we had no, people came down to Federation Square in Melbourne and I rode. Oh, that's right. We rode Harley Davidson. Rode Harley Davidson's there at the end of the show. And we did that live, yep. which was silly. And then we both were on the phone no, we rode our bikes. Didn't we ride bikes down there? Because I think we no. rode Harleys to the waft. Yeah, oh, the, the Harleys were the waft. The Harleys oh, no, we rode, yeah, so we, we rode, rode city bikes. We rode yeah. city bikes. Along the Yarra. And you didn't make it in time, so you had to be dialed into the into the panel yep. to talk on the phone. You know what? With that one, this is going to be boring and technical, but we thought, we didn't think it through. We're on city bikes. We're going to do one break and we had our, our, um, our hands, free, hands yeah. free in our ears to do... To, to chat, but we're riding alongside each other on our way through the city and the having both microphones, oh, both phone lines up just created a huge loop. <laughs> so we ended up trying to ride further away from each other to split up. <laughs> to hear the full episode and every episode of Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project, just search Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project wherever you listen to this podcast. We will catch you next week for the main podcast. See you then. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.